In a crowded marketplace, fitting in is a failure. In a busy marketplace, not standing out is the same as being invisible. Seth Godin. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee S's. Just a quick reminder for our listeners, we have a Patreon to help us continue making this podcast so we can keep helping writers. Part of that Patreon includes access to our Discord channel. And on the Discord channel, we just added a new feature. It's a writing challenge where we can have word sprints. So if you have a hard time making sure that you're writing consistently, but you enjoy competition, just head to our Patreon it's just $10 a month. Turns out to be about a dollar an episode. It helps support us. It helps us keep going. And you get that Discord channel where we will help you stay focused, give you a little bit of competition and drive to keep writing. Today's episode is one that I wish more people really understood. So you see brands everywhere. As an author, you cannot ignore this. You have to brand but you aren't branding your book. You are branding yourself, your author name. That's what you want people to remember. So if you think of a popular brand, we'll say the Starbucks logo, it conveys a certain idea to their target audience. It conveys waking up in the morning. It conveys energy. It conveys an indulgence. If Starbucks suddenly decided that they wanted to go with a Mentar instead of a mermaid, they completely destroy all of their branding and everything they've worked for decades to build. Starbucks isn't selling coffee with their brand. They're selling an experience that will bring you back for the next coffee and then the coffee after that. Your books and your brand should do the same. To define branding, it is a recognizable pattern such as imagery or language, across multiple platforms for the same product. So if you have your author name, your recognizable pattern could be a stylized pattern of your initials. Or across a book series, the whole book series needs to look similar, connected to each other. My brand as an author leans toward violence. You know when you're picking up Lee S's book that you're not going to get something fluffy. You're not going to get something boring. You're not going to get something that you won't be thinking about when it's not in your hands. Breaking that brand will cripple a career. Why does an author need to have a brand? Because you want your audience to keep coming back for more. If your readers read your book and then never pick up another one that you write, There is a failure in branding and you will have a very difficult time with the career. The reason why we say you should brand as an author and not the books is so that your marketing can go together. Once you have established your presence as an author, your brand as an author, it becomes much easier to then market your books to people because people know who you are and your writing. If you are just selling one book at a time, separate from each other, all your marketing efforts are individual, you are wasting a lot of effort on little payoff. And when we're talking about visual marketing, and in the case of radio auditory marketing, you want to be consistent 
because you don't want to end up being in competition with yourself. So I don't want to advertise some on the radio and then some in the local newspaper and then some by talking to the local veterans groups because hopefully these will overlap and everyone has a specific quota of number of times they need to be exposed to something before they do something with the information. So lots of mediums are great, but I don't want people thinking, wait, do I buy that book by Lee S's about the conspiracy of good guys, or do I buy Black and White, that one story about the vet being kidnapped? It's the same book, but if you aren't branding correctly, then they won't know that it's the same book just through the brief exposures they get on ads or commercials. And social media. I'm going to say this again and again. It's the marketing's job to get the books into the hands of your target audience. It's your job as an author to make sure they read it. So now that we've gone over why it's important to brand, why it's important to brand as the author and not necessarily the book, let's get into how to do that. One thing you need to start with is look at the branding of other authors in your genre who have your target audience. Is there a common theme? Is there something that you can use as inspiration for creating your own brand? A great way to go about this and make sure that the audience you're marketing to are readers is saying, hey, if you loved the Twilight series, you're going to love the Imperfect World series by Crystal Hart. If I tried marketing my stuff to Twilight fans, I would probably get murdered in my sleep. (laughs) Knowing what your target audience is already reading helps you access other people's readers. So when they see an image for Twilight, they think you also. While you're looking for those other authors in your target audience, you'll be looking at the genre. Again, it goes to research. Research branding in your genre. What do people use? Identify what you want to focus on. What are the main themes in your book? What is the setting? What is the problem? And those are things that you can focus on while you're doing your branding. And branding you as an author, do you have a consistent theme through all of your books that you can use to help brand yourself? One of the first things that somebody will want to know if they're contemplating purchasing your book is your genre. If you tell me your book is romance, beep, my mind is already elsewhere. If you tell me it's a psychological thriller, then okay, I'm leaning forward. If you don't know what your genre is, go to March. We did a whole series on different kinds of genre, but it comes down to the setting and the problem and its solution. If you don't have a genre, you will have a very difficult time selling your book in a marketplace as vast as the Amazon Kindle world. Once you know your genre, you can look at the keywords that are used in that genre. Are the keywords romance, love triangle, powerful female, or are the keywords fighting, action, serial killer? Dystopian is different from post-apocalyptic. Again, more specific is always going to serve you better. And then those keywords, once you know those, you can use them while you are creating those branding phrases that you will be using in the rest of your marketing on social media or ads or wherever. The biggest part of branding comes down to imagery. 
We talked about Starbucks using a Mintar versus a Mermaid. It would completely change how people think of the coffee company. If you don't have not only a consistent image, but a repeatable image in some way, it will be very difficult to brand your book. Imagery is mostly your cover. You want to use the 60-30-10 principle when it comes to the color. 60% of the cover will be one color, 30% a second color, and 10% a third color. As much as I don't like the books themselves, the Twilight covers are fantastic with this. They are very defined. There is a clear theme across all of the Twilight books. So you can look at it and know exactly what series that's in. Those were very well-branded books. Understanding your branding can be important, especially when thinking ahead for your series. So if I'm writing a romance series and I have on the cover a sunflower on blue silk, I can be marketing that all across the world, all across my social media page, have it as my profile picture, blah, blah, blah. And then the next book will be a white rose on blue silk. And then the third book in the series can be a red carnation on blue silk. And so we know it's part of the same series, but it's not the exact same book. This matching across the board helps people associate the later books with your first book. There is a difference from maintaining a theme to a copy-paste. There is one author that I have seen who has a set of three books, and the images of the people are the same image. They're just getting closer to the front of the book. At first, I didn't realize that they were different books because they were too similar. This goes back to the being in competition with yourself, which means you're not getting the most out of your marketing efforts. One of the big things about branding is that you don't need money to do it. You just need to think it through and keep it consistent. Spend the time on it. Make sure that that imagery that you're choosing that goes across your series is used everywhere. And we will talk a little bit more about that in a couple episodes when we talk about social media. But it also applies to any visual advertising that you have whatsoever. If somebody's promoting that you are going to be there to give a live read of a chapter of your book, you want that blue silk and sunflower on that advertising so they can associate it with their social media and with everything else. So we've tried to use these principles while branding our podcast writing roots. If you look at our social media, at our website, we have the same three colors everywhere, blue, yellow, and black. Everywhere you look, you see the same colors, the same patterns. Writing Roots' parent company, Aspen House Publishing, has the same colors, but different placement in the 60-30-10 aspect. We vary a little bit with the colors of our branding in favor of the motto when it comes to our merchandise. When we created the designs for the merchandise, we wanted it to apply to various authors. So we have ones that are designed for your more YA or romance authors. We have one that's designed for your murder mystery and action. So people can use our motto that we have branded right selfishly in the context they like it. And that's what it comes down to, what we want you to think about when you think about us. We want you to be thinking about information, 
being exposed to new ideas, being a watering hole for the answers to your questions as a new and aspiring or slightly more experienced author. And the biggest thing we want you to think every single time you think about writing roots is write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. <laughs>